0: Blob Talk Radio.
1: Hello, Nats Town. Welcome to Nats Nightly, sponsored by FederalBaseball.com. This is Patrick Reddington from Federal Baseball. I've got Dave Nichols from Federal Baseball on the line after a 5-4 win over the St. Louis Cardinals in St. Louis, nonetheless. The Nats had dropped 20 of the last 23 in Bush Stadium, 1-5 in in St. Louis since 2012, 24-6 for the Cardinals there all-time in their series. So It's a big win for the Nationals after... three-game losing streak against the Phillies. And we'll start with Steven Strasburg on the mound. Dave, 10 Ks in each of his last two starts, 3-0 on the year, 2-1-7 ERA, 2-1-4-5, 7 walks, 31 Ks, 198, 255, 253 line against, and 29-inning pitch. Took them out with a one nothing lead. But he gave up an RBI double by Matt Holiday, RBI single by Matt Adams. All of a sudden the Nationals are down 2-1, to and it seems like it's going to be another start in St. Louis for them. He was up in the zone early, uh, giving up solid solid contact, but he settled in really nicely, 82 pitches after five innings, six Ks, nine Ks after he struck out the side in the seventh. Ends the night, seven innings pitched, eight hits, two runs, one walk, nine Ks, four grand outs, six fly outs, one of them. So uh, hard hit balls, but he really settled in there nicely, struck out seven in a row at a time. Or seven straight outs by a strikeout, I should say, not in a row. He gave up a single mixed in somewhere in there, but had that slider working. Really got a hold of the changeup late, and just a, a dominant outing by Strasburg after a little shaky first.
0: Yeah, you know, and we saw this, uh, you know, we saw this last year, year before last. He's if you're going to get to Strasburg, you need to get him in the first inning because after that, he will settle in and give you a good performance most of the time, and, and he did tonight um you kind of you kind of said it right there he he was not his best tonight um but did uh but did manage to uh to find it and um you know if you strike out seven, you get seven straight outs by a strikeout you're doing something right so um yeah you know he bounced back from from that shaky first inning and uh turned in a typical steven strasburg performance you know the the Nats thank him. The Nats fans thank him. My fantasy team thanks him. And, um, you know, it was nice to uh, – to, it's really good for the Nats to get a strong pitching performance and come up with a win uh, on this – the first win on this 10-game road trip, especially uh, in, in a place like St. Louis where they've had so much trouble in their in their recent history. Mike Leak
1: was on the mound for the Cardinals, 3-3, three 4-7-8 three, ERA, uh, and nine starts for the Nats in his career. I can read my own writing. Hadn't faced him since 2014, however. Two pitches into the game, he's down one nothing. when Michael A. Taylor, and I decided tonight that the A stands for all or nothing, did a solo blast out the right field, one <laughs> nothing early. Uh, big fourth inning for the Nationals as well. Anthony Rendon with a single stolen base, has the call overturned after he was originally called out an awkward-ass slide. I just used profanity for the first time. Uh, Zimmerman walks, <laughs> RBI single by Daniel Murphy, a sack fly by Jason Worth, and then a two-run home run by Danny Espinosa. Puts one over the right field fence into the bullpen out there? 5-2 over the card. Espinosa's home run ends up being the margin of victory, so that was a big one for Danny. Really nice day at the plate for Danny. Uh, two hits two for four two rbis a run scored his first home run as a lefty in a couple of years as mark zuckerman noted on twitter but nationals put together some nice offense in that inning uh, it was all they got with the home run and a four four inning fourth but it was more than enough tonight got close there at the end but that was a really big inning against the league to put the nationals ahead
0: you know they can say ass on prime time now so you're you're not <laughs> in any trouble Um, Yeah, you know, it it, it absolutely makes sense that the day that I write a column that completely tears down or or at least (laughs) illustrates all of the Nationals' offensive problems, uh, Michael Taylor hits a home run, Danny Espinosa hits a home run, has another hit later in the game. So if you want to blame anybody for the Nats' offensive turnaround, I guess blame me for it because I wrote a column saying the Nats will never hit again. But, no, it's, uh, you know, again, uh, you know the Nats got down after that first inning, and, and you're like, oh, here we go again. But um, you know, you mentioned that 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 um, um, that turn or the uh, the reversal on the slide was really a huge deal for the Nats. Uh, if Arrendondo gets called out and it sticks, um, you know, who knows? You know, who knows if they they go on to score any runs in that inning? But uh, he was clearly safe. You know, he made, he made the slide around. He, he drew his left hand back and got the right hand in there. Um, and then the Nass came up with a couple of big hits. Um, I, I said it on Twitter during the game, and, and I've said it a couple of times now. I think you could probably review every single slide um, <laughs> just on general principle, whether you like the call or not, and get it overturned or at least get it looked at really hard. Because, you know, a lot of times guys will, um, you know, beat the, beat the slide or beat the throw and get their hand in there or come off the bag or, or what have you. Um, and the guys on 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 the radio were talking about it too. They think that that I think 90 percent or 95 percent of all reviews are going to happen at second base, whether it's on the turn or on a steal or whatnot. So um, this one goes in the Nats' favor. Good uh, for them. It led to a it led to a big inning that uh, that held up for the win.
1: And when you go back and look at these, too, I think it's more than anything else, it just shows what a difficult job these umpires have out there. You have to be just in the right spot, have just the right angle to look at these plays, and they go back in and slow this thing down frame by frame and are looking at it for five minutes out there, and it's still hard to tell most of the time. So got to give these umpires a little bit of of credit.
0: It's kind of like the game-winning goal in the Caps-Penguins game last
1: night.
0: Uh, Jesus, I might just hang up on you right now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: to go back to Steven Strasburg for a moment here at the start of the series. The cards, car, yeah, keep it up. Start of the series, the Cards led the majors in runs scored with 137, uh, slugging percentage as a team 490, second in the league in home runs. They get one tonight, but the Nats came in uh, lowest ERA among their pitching staff, 235 ERA, lowest in the majors, lowest opponents OPS, 308, fewest home runs allowed. The interesting battle, in and as good as the Cards' offense has been so far, just really impressive by Steven Strasburg. We talked about him a little bit, but shutting down this offense and really a hard-hitting team uh, just makes it a little bit more impressive what he was able to do on the mound.
0: Yeah, and, and you know that that first thing was was kind of typical. Uh, you know, you, they had the opposite field hits; they they fall in, they they get behind, they get between the, the the outfielders, and and just you know just it really grates on you when you watch it. Um, as as fans of an opponent, that that they, they, they seem to be able. To, it doesn't matter who they bring in, you know. It doesn't matter who they draft or who they trade for. Um, they all fall into that same category. You look at the Cardinals, one to nine, and you don't see, you know, you don't see the Pujol, you don't see Bryce Harper, you don't see Al, you know Albert Cabrera, you don't see uh, Miguel Cabrera, you don't see Troy Tulowitzki. But these guys just they nickel and dime you, nickel and dime you, and then somebody punches one out, and all of a sudden it's five to nothing. You know, they don't look that scary on paper. Matt Carpenter, you know, great hitter. Matt Holliday used to be a great power guy. Now he's kind of in the secondary phase of his career. But you just you look up and down the lineup, and nobody really scares you. But yet they're putting up six and a half runs a game before we move on to the next question,
1: and <laughs> not to linger on this, but I will have my revenge for you adding me as a Penguins fan. And in my own defense, I'll say the first peng- uh, hockey game I ever watched was Mario Lemieux in 1984 as a nine-year-old kid, so you can't blame me for sticking with the Penguins after that. Anyway, Blake Trinan on the mound in the eighth <laughs> to lead. with a 2 lead. Matt Holiday singles to start the frame. Matt Adams comes up, hits a home run. I'd like to, you know, blame this on the whole Blake Trinan can't get lefties out narrative, but we're talking about a 97-mile-an-hour sinker that Matt Adams hit out the other way. I don't think I'll pick on Trinan in this case. It's more of a tip-your-capper. I think Adams is able to power that one out to left field. Opposite field blast
0: gets them within one at that point. Yeah, you know, Matt, Matt Adams... Really ought to change his first name to Mount Adams because he's as big as a mountain, he's strong <laughs> as a strong as an ox, and um, you know to take a sinker in opposite field like that, um, like you say that that's tap tap tipping. I can say that, um, but but yet yeah, it, it just it does go to to reinforce the narrative that trying to can't get left-handers out, and you um, know like you say you you let one uh, you let it go today because the that's won and you feel good about the win, but it's still something to. Uh, to keep an eye on for the rest of the season. Take a 5-4 lead
1: into the ninth inning. Jonathan Papelbon comes out looking for save number eight on the year, issues a (laughs) a walk to the leadoff batter, Colton Wong, puts him on there. Everyone starts panicking a little bit. If not panicking a little bit, sweaty palms and starting to wonder, but Brandon Moss steps in, he gets a double play grounder out of him, uh, 4-6-3. Danny Espinoza with a really strong throw from second to first on that one to get Wong, who's a pretty speedy runner, really impressive arm by him there. Uh, Papelbon gets a ground at the first for Matt Carpenter to end it, earns save number eight and made us sweat a little bit, but really nice defense there and nice work by Papelbon to get the double play grounder it needed.
0: Yeah, it's a good thing he knows exactly the right time to throw a a ground ball double play. (laughs) Um, You know, the the props there go to Espinosa. That was a terrific play by him. Um, In the same column that I tore him down offensively, I also gave him as much props as I could for his defense. Um, I mean, and that's why he's still there. I think that if the Nats wanted to switch to look for more offense at the shortstop position, they would have already gone to Steven Drew at this point. Um, They they want to continue to have his good defense there uh, until the point they're ready to call up Trey Turner, which won't be until – um, you know, Memorial Day or the earliest or the first week of June. Um, but, yeah, just a tremendous play by him. And, and like you said, it, Heffelbon had us pulling out our hair if we had any. But uh, um, but that's the job done. And I think that's typically going to be where, where we where we are with that. Um, but Heffelbon doesn't have the stuff to put people away anymore. He's got to pitch on Guile and um, trying to pitch around guys and trying to induce double plays and ground balls. And I, I think... What we saw tonight, we'll probably see a lot more of as the season goes along.
1: Now, where are you on the Michael A. Taylor uh, train at this point? Uh, it's nice to see him come up there, hit an opposite field home run. It uh, doesn't strike out at all tonight, one for four with a run score and a blast, opposite field blast. And you see that opposite field power. You know why the Nationals are going to keep on giving this kid opportunities, but. He's going to frustrate you along the way, too, just a 195 average on the year. But Nationals had gone 22 innings without a run to get that out of the way and kind of get that stress relieved uh, two pitches into the game. Just really important boy, Michael Taylor there. But like I said, he's he's really an
0: all-or-nothing hitter at this point. Right. And, you know, that's, that's kind of where we're at with him. He's, uh, he's got an awful lot of athletic tools. Uh, he's got really good natural power. But this is a guy that – that took the baseball late and has a grand total of eighty five at bats in triple A. So um so he is still a work in progress even though he's no longer prospect age at twenty five. Um, you know, he he really can no longer be considered young. So, um you know, the the Mets are gonna benefit from getting Ben Revere back here in a week or two. Um you know, they they are they really gonna look for his presence at the top of the order and then they can work Taylor in um you know give, give work days off and left um you know spell revere at times in center so uh, i think that's probably what he's more suited for at this point
1: what are you expecting from joe ross tomorrow on the mound he returns from a callus slash blister that he had to deal with uh, left the start in miami early skipped the start to get him through here and let the finger heal up uh, it was his middle finger on his right hand so it's kind of involved with everything you're doing out there on the mound so that kind of stuff. You think he'll up enough that he's going to go out there and not have any issues tomorrow. The Nationals on uh, a 10-game road trip could really use a solid uh, long start from him and all their starters in these first couple games to make sure they don't
0: have to wear out their pen early on a 10-game, three-city road trip. Right. Well, I certainly hope that they're not rushing him. I mean, the the, the way that, that it seemed to me, the way that it sounded like it was described is that he had a callus that they needed to shave off and it was raw. I don't think it's like a, a complete open blister, which takes a little bit longer to heal. But, um, I, you know, the, the Nats' new new medical staff, I think the last thing that they would want to do um, is, is to rush a guy back for any reason, um, let alone one of their starting pitching, um, you know, one of their young starters that, that they've got a lot of hopes for. Ross um, obviously was tremendous for most of the way last year, kind of tired out down the stretch, uh, was really good in his first couple of starts until the, the finger up issue popped up. So, uh, let's hope it's completely healed and he goes out there and uh, does his normal seven innings and keeps the hits down and, and, and keeps uh you know, keeps the low, low run total. I mean, this is what he's, he's shown the net that he can do for the Nats um, thus far in his career. Um, you know, I just, I, I think the world of the guy and especially if he can uh, develop that third pitch, either the splitter or, or, or a changeup um, that he could really be, um, an important piece in a contending team um, for many, many years. I mean, he's only 23.
1: Two and 0 on the year, 0.54 ERA going into the start. Jaime Garcia on the mound for the Cardinals, 1 and 1, 3.24 ERA. Uh, 2:15 start tomorrow. I should stress that 2:15 is a little odd time for National Sand, so everyone be aware of that. 2:15. Nationals 5-4 to four tonight, 15-7 and seven on the year. Two more with the Cardinals coming up. Both of them are at two fifteen in the next two days, if I remember correctly. So, tune in in the afternoon. We'll be here uh, late afternoon to talk about what happens tomorrow. Nats nightly sponsored by FederalBaseball.com. Dave, I will have my revenge on you, and it's going to be even better
0: when the famous win. Talk to you tomorrow. Has- hashtag free T- Trey Turner. Okay, so let's go Nats.